Hey, welcome back, everybody. Where do we go from here? <laughs> yes, Tom. I, I like that part about reality. Is that better? Perfect, thank okay. you. Um, I, I've always looked at, say, there were different levels of reality, okay. you know, and then there's, of course, ultimate reality, which would have been pure consciousness before proto-consciousness, but whatever, you know. Um, so when you're, you're really saying everything is unreal, there is no reality there, that's a little, that sort of... Okay, it's a bit of a stretch. No, 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 I, I, I accepted it. Okay. But it was a, you know, the tendrils were real, realigning, uh -huh. you know, it's, for, you know, certainly this is, I hit myself, that I feel it. Yes. There's definitely a real thing there. Yes. And, but then below that, then there's a knowingness that that was unreal. That's, I, Barbara, yes. I cheated a little bit and talked and sure. I kind of pumped her a little bit. What's this about, where do you feel it? And she says, it's a knowingness here. Oh gosh, yeah. It's kind of, uh -huh. yeah. Um, I, so I'm assuming it's, but then the next question was, then if this is unreal, is there an ultimate reality? There's something lying underneath, underneath this to which you can compare and say it's unreal. If there's nothing really real, then how do you know this is unreal? Yeah, mm -hmm. like a dream, you know. You, can, uh, you know, this really isn't real. There's mm -hmm. some hazy, knowledge that this isn't real, mm -hmm. the dream. Which, by the way, my dream last night was trying to drive into an exit, to enter the parking lot through the exit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I was talking about, and I, you know, I think that was telling me something. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> so, but, so she couldn't put her finger on, yeah, there's reality that can say this is unreal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so traditionally, absolute Brahman, pure awareness, pure consciousness—all those words—that's been the capital R real. Correct. Yeah. All right. So, and that's how I had the intellectual understanding. That's right. Yeah. So that's there, and and as you as you you know, if you get a glimpse or go into that, you see that it's unchanging. It doesn't. It's not transient like like this world where everything just comes and goes. It's right. got. It's and it doesn't have qualities, but it's kind of outside of space and time, and it's still, but it's unchanging. Right. Okay. And that's what we call capital R reality. Okay. Now, in this heretical work, where, where we're going prior to consciousness, if you tap into prior to consciousness, you'll see that even Brahman, the absolute, is unreal. Even okay. that is unreal. Okay. But you can only see that if you go prior to consciousness. Prior to consciousness. Yeah. yeah. Until then, it's fine to use Brahman, Brahman as, as the ultimate reality. Because okay. it is the ultimate reality for this, for all, all which has rolled out from pure consciousness. Yes, it is the ultimate reality. Because it's unchanging. It has completely <coughs> different qualities. Completely different qualities and taste to anything that mind can produce. Okay. So it's individual form is free of, free of mind. Okay. So yes. So you're... So then we'd say, I'm not the body. 
or that you realize this is, you know, this is this is a figment here. Yes. Um, so anything that happens to it is still just seen as unreal or a play. It's not affecting who you are. Correct. Okay. So there's that. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's clear. It's just. I just at work with that thought there there are layers of you know, where sort of reality is structured within that state of consciousness where you are working. Yes, wherever you are that presents as real. Right. As you right. as you come back and come yeah. back. Then you can feel, you know, something knocking against your knee yeah. and you know that relatively it causes pain, but it it it, it doesn't touch the thing that's really real, that Correct. which is unchanging. So, then, really so I'm hitting myself, but then there's the interpretation hitting my knee. Yes. And so there's a me involved with all that. There is. And there's something being impacted by the sense of touch and registering okay. impact and pain. And, okay. and so you know this is all just, this is all just make you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Now can I add a layer? Please. Okay. So, so it doesn't touch who I am, what I am, whatever okay. word you want to use there. And can you see that what we've done is that we've still held on? And this is the problem with pure consciousness, Brahman, the absolute. We always say, that's what I am. Uh-huh. We've brought identity with us. Yeah. Identity is a problem. <laughs> it has to become a problem someplace. So what we've done is we've taken away the objective identification, being Tom, being Jack, the object, to being there's only the subject, and so that's what I am. So I am that. Okay? So okay. I'm the subject. Okay. And then, and then even if you take the subject away and there's only the absolute yeah. prior to any manifestation, well, I'm that. That's what I really am. Yeah. And the who am I? It's all leading. It's all about identification. Correct. So we've just shifted identification from the unreal to the real. Correct. Prior to consciousness, there ain't no, no. identification at, at all. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I am as pure consciousness. And I've started to use, I found, by accident, I'm starting to use that language, you know? It's like, first I had to get used to this calling myself I, and me, and I, and I kind of have that for the last six months. I'm like, yes, I'm getting better. It's not always the Jack character, the Jack character, right? It's like it's slowly getting back there to be able to say me and I. And, and as soon as that started to kick in, it's like, so me as pure consciousness, it's like, bloody hell. So, so as me, me, me as Jack, and then all the different layers, you know, me as whatever, existence, me as the observer, me as da, 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 me as pure consciousness. Because prior to consciousness, identity doesn't come. It's not a little me, it's a capital me as consciousness. It's capital me, reality, there's no subjectivity at all. It's what is, it's all that there is, and everything comes out of it, absolutely everything. No division at all. Correct. Okay? Yeah. But there's identification there. How come that's stuck in? Into all the scriptures, into everything. How come I am Brahman? Snuck in. My only, yeah, I understand uh-huh. that, and um, I, I think I will encounter that problem when I get there. I hate to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. You know, and, and I'll work just to flag it. Just to flag it. Yeah. Although I certainly, I've read things like maybe Nisargadatta. He hated the title of his. Eventually, he, did. he regretted that. He regretted it. Um, yeah. Because you you read him, and sometimes I think he's pointing to what you're talking about. Yes. You know, there's that he is so uncompromising. Yes. And particularly, his, his the book is the last days in the Sargadatta, the last talks. Yeah. Boy, those are. Yeah. Almost vicious. Yes. There's like, 
You know, when someone yes. asked a question and he says, you fool, you've wasted my time and your time. Yes. Don't you get this? Yes. You know, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, I, I guess this goes to then, if, if okay, so it's all unreal, mm-hmm. then that really takes away a lot of the seriousness about this mm-hmm. for me. Yes. You know. Yes. And, and, um. Time to relax is really okay. That's what's hitting me. Okay, very you good. Know, I I walk through the mescaline woods here, coming back and forth. You know, it's just every time. It's like, by the way, it's the birds and butterflies are doing their thing right now. It's, <laughs> I hate to label it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twitter in their life. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, but it, so taking it seriously then. So there's a relaxation. I can be really intense about, uh. you know, what I do. I'm intense. So there's a relaxation, and but I, you, you started the whole thing. I guess Tuesday night is where your resistance is, and um, <coughs> I, it just, you know, I thought I mentioned that to you about a rock in the river sort of thing, and I couldn't, <coughs> and then I find myself wanting even subtly, and it. Could, could you say even that a want could be a resistance? Or is that just an impediment? Because either way, but as I, as I sort of stopped, it just stopped me. Oh, the, it, it literally I stopped in my tracks. And I thought, oh, but this is all unreal too. Yes. This is all unreal too. Yes. Just for that moment. Yes. And. And of course, it led to the next thought. Well, where is this impulse coming from? That's not real either. Yes. Now, are you seeing that these things aren't real? Like the impulse and the thought? Are you seeing that they're not real? Or are you grabbing the concept that they're not real? Well, that's... That's the key. That's the key. Yes. Um, certainly the initial... The impact is feeling. It's like, ooh. And then it, it can sprout to a thought. But as we spoke, it went, ooh. Yeah, it's just sort of slide down a little bit. So it, it gets less. It is finding that there's a difference there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I can feel it off your hand. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Um, why don't I, I'm going to just go sit down. As you like. I'm going to do that. I'm going to just let this... Percolate. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd get out of the chair. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. From beyond brown unconsciousness? Yes. Do you think so? No. It 
Does it come from beyond that? No. Does it come from what you really are? Ah. So, so how far do you want to take identity? Do you, would you like to take the seat? What you really are, that's identification, right? How far do you want to take that? It's a product of consciousness. How far do I want to take identification? Mm. There's a pull, mm-hmm. a magnetic pull, mm-hmm. which... Thanks to you, I finally get the difference, understanding between uh, the difference between desire for truth, yes, and magnetic pull, yes, from yes, from truth, yes, from indeed, truth. indeed. So, my question is right now: Where does that magnetic pull come from? From pure consciousness. Not farther than not. No, outside of consciousness, no, no. So what gets you from Brahman yeah. to your consciousness? Brahman, Brahman is good enough. Brahman is good enough. Do you know? Either prior to consciousness reveals itself or it doesn't. It's kind of an evolutionary thing. We're only just kind of going in there. Really. But when you say what you really are, yeah. you're not talking Brahman. Talking um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking Brahman, what you really are. Oh. Because, okay, so, because that's what all the scriptures talk about, what you really are. You can't take identity beyond, beyond consciousness. Beyond pure consciousness, beyond Brahman, you can't take identity beyond there. I understand. So, I understand. so the idea of what you really are has to stop at the last post. The idea of what you really are. Uh-huh. But what you really are doesn't. What you really are, what is that? What does that sentence mean, what you really are? <coughs> Nothing. Okay. Like an example from experience. There was, when I would, think, when I would say Brahman, accept except there was a quality to it, a blissful quality. But there was a magnetic pull to go deeper and lose all identity. Just okay. Like deep sleep. All right. So something was pulling from what I... All right. What I, what I identify now is, I think was Brahman. All right. So something was pulling deeper than But if there's a... Oh, hold on now. So, so, so there's, there's I am Brahman and something was pulling you from I am Brahman? Something was... was yes, was uh, lose yourself in that. Okay. All right. That's a complete merging then yes. with I am Brahman. Yes. All right. Complete merging yes. with the ocean of yes. consciousness. Yes. That's right. That's still the so, ocean of consciousness. Yes. That's still the ocean of consciousness. Right. Okay. And then you can say, I am pure consciousness. What I am is pure consciousness. When you merge with it. Mm-hmm. And then everything's gone. Yes. All identity, nothing. It's like deep sleep. 
But you know that what you are is pure consciousness. At that point, no. Okay. No, nothing no. Okay. Nothing no. All right. And then there's a... I'm using time now. All right. There's sure. a bubbling up. All right. Like in a... Yeah. Fire. Yeah. A bubbling up. Yeah. Involuntary. Just All right. You notice like a deep sea diver comes out. <coughs> yeah. Now floating on the ocean, a okay. consciousness game. Okay. But then that's not good enough after a while. Yes. Magnetic pull to yeah. lose oneself again. Yeah. But when you lose yourself once again, underwater, you say. Yes. That's the analogy. Okay. There's no I am around. There's okay. Nothing. There's nothing at all. And can you function in there? No. Uh-huh. Okay. No, I mean, it's like, can you function in deep sleep? No. Okay. But that's not what you're talking about when you say beyond. Um, it's interesting that, okay, it's interesting. It? You see, I wonder. You know the way, okay, you know the way you say, nothing can touch what you really are. We use all of this, okay? Now, if there's, if there's something, if, if you can drop underneath it and it can't be integrated to here, if it can't be integrated in some way, then there's something undone. Then you've got to figure out more about it. It's got to be integrated back here. Otherwise, it's just a state, you know, that you can't embody. It's got to be embodied in some way. Otherwise, it's just a glimpse. And when it's a glimpse, we only have a part of something. Yeah, it's kind of a conundrum because can you say it's deep sleep? Um, what was the word you just used uh, before you said embody? Uh, it, it, no, I, it was, um, can, can, it, can it be? Can you function? Can it be integrated? In, so can okay. you say deep sleep is integrated? In, um, very often, I'm, I'm seeing myself in deep sleep. Uh, that's yogic sleep. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I know, but the, the, I'm completely and totally the jack is in deep sleep. There's no dream. There's no comatose. But there's a, there is this. It's almost got a sound. Almost has a sound of this, you know, absolute consciousness running, knowing. Here I can say what I really am is pure consciousness. Are we talking about really actually... The bed is in bed in the middle of three o'clock in the middle of the night, conked out and not dreaming. Okay. Yeah. So we've had a misunderstanding for a long time when you say what, what I really am is... I'm using the stepping stone as... as, as it's kind of like I use it and then I, and then I loosen it a bit, you know? It depends on where somebody's at. But, but to say you're not, you're, you're, you know, you're not Veda, you're not the observer of Veda, and we'll move right back, okay? And then it's like, well, I am, what I am is Brahman, what I am is outside of all of it, okay? The, the, the what I am part of that sentence makes no sense at all part of consciousness. Makes no sense at all. Because it's no idea. It's absolutely, it's nuts. The idea is bananas. 
It's ridiculous. What's identity got to do with anything? It's, 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 a, it's a consciousness thing. Right? So, the zone you're going into, I can't say for sure if it's prior to consciousness because, because there's no functioning there. It's got to be embodied or integrated in some way other than just way out. You, you know? Gone. Yeah, gone, but then that's a state, no? That, Probably, because it yeah. didn't last. Yes, it's a state then, you see? Something that can't be sustained here. Then it's a state. Unless the resonance, the awareness of it is there all the time. And mm -hmm. the Veda movie is right, kind of, you know, gone from color to black and white. <coughs> That can happen. Yeah. It's not that. There was only a perfume of that for yeah. a few days. Why it was faded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering what... Yeah. That's like a state of some kind of samadhi. I've forgotten all the Indian yeah, terms of... That's a samadhi. That's a samadhi, yeah. Sahaji? Samadhi? No, not samadhi. Yeah. Never come samadhi. Okay, I've forgotten I, that. Like, that's what I understood. Okay. Really yes. 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 Yeah. That's a state. And it could be, it could be some kind of a glimpse of outside of consciousness, of outside of everything. It could be a glimpse, but it's no good if, 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 if it can't be here. You know, it's got to penetrate all of it. Do you see? I don't want to say you have to bring it back because you're not bringing no, it back. No, you're not it bringing it back. back it has to come back with you, yeah to come back with you. And most of the time, it fades. Okay, yeah. I mean, not just for... Yeah, sure. For yeah, for most. It does, it fades. Yeah, yeah. There was something in the movie is a bit more interesting, eventually. You know? So I'm not totally sure. It smells like prior to consciousness, but if it's not sustainable, it's not sustainable, then, mm, then it is a state. Mm -hmm. So, the original question, yeah. I, I don't really know if I heard the answer. The original question, I was assuming that that magnetic pull, yeah. if it's coming from what we call truth for the capital, yeah. I was assuming, after spending yeah. some time with you were listening yeah. today, you know, yeah. that it was coming from, not from pure consciousness, but from... Can, can prior to consciousness move? Can it have a magnetic pull? Can it? Okay. The movement comes from the Big Bang, no? That's the first big move. Yes. The clash of dimensions. And the movement <coughs> comes from there. And that's where pure consciousness started off. But how does one... How does one become a heretic? Because there is something... Yes. Yes. How? Yes. The how is the mind question. I, I don't know if there's a how. It's like things show themselves, don't they? How can you go into a deep samadhi state? There's space for it, I suppose. Somehow, there has to be an awareness of that other realm prior to Big Bang. Yes, and it's like, it's like if something is very, I suppose if it's, 
looking, looking at how it works for the rest of it. You know, if you're well used to observing, it's, it's pretty okay, pretty easy to go deeper than that. You know, the way, you know, the way you can't, one step at a time is, is kind of the norm. So if there's been a hanging out in pure consciousness and the movie has been in black and white to the side for a few years, heck, here we go, you know? It's like prior to the Big Bang, it's just like, bump, it just shows itself. Shows itself. But it, it, you know, but it showed itself and it took me a couple of years to find the words for it, you know? It showed itself. Yeah, it was like, I know something, but I... We're not going to call it a magnetic pull that no. pushed you no. over to look at. No, it wasn't a magnetic pull. That's interesting. It wasn't a magnetic pull. It wasn't a magnetic pull. Because the pull, the pull has stopped. The pull has stopped. All the magnetic pull has stopped. If anything, there was a kind of a pull back into the world to kind of, let's crank up labelling, let's have an experiment with the Jack character. If anything, there was a pull the other way to re-engage. So what is it that happens there? That's my only explanation. Yeah, is, is that, is that the, the, the groove of, of knowing that what I am is pure consciousness that groove became so much the norm that identification fell away, for sure. It was, I remember one day in bed thinking, what the heck are we doing saying, I am Brahman, I am that? It's just a stepping stone. What the heck are we doing bringing the I am anywhere? What? That stinks, you know? And that was just cruel. I woke up one morning saying that. What, what, what was that? No, let's forget about it, which is my norm. Like, okay, let's just forget about it, you know? And then, and, and from there, from there, there, that seemed to signify a falling away of being pure consciousness. And then this hole appeared. So a year ago I was saying, I don't know what it is, but there's a hole. There's like a hole. You know? That's what it felt like. Until, until, until it was just clear. So sometimes you're talking about prior to being. Yes, prior to being, prior to being is kind of the I amness, the being, the isness, the presence. That's kind of in the movie material. It's, it's a little bit in the movie from uh, from Ronald. Yes. Yes. Like the sheet of shadow. Yes. Mm. Have I made it muddier? No. No. Okay. Good. It's amazing how it's kind of linear, isn't it? Because it does seem to be linear. It does seem to be linear. Yeah. So does that put a limitation? Does that make Brahman finite? No. In that perspective, then? No, the Brahman is, is, is the unlimited because the limited and the unlimited. Are, are, are both aspects of what, man, what can manifest in pure consciousness. Okay. So, so Brahman is the unlimited part. Okay. Do you see? And when you say there's nothing happening, is that what you're talking about, the Brahman consciousness? Or outside? Yeah, no, Brahman are even more in the movie. <coughs> if there's no... If there's no if there's no sense of being in the, in the individual, then there's nothing to register events. 
So then there's nothing happening. You know that your mind has to make things happen. Like when you go to sleep at night, there's nothing happening. Because mind isn't making stories. So if mind isn't making story, there's just stillness. It's like, well, there's nothing happening. And until I turn on the Jack character and she registers events, there's nothing happening. It's just nothing happening. Do you see? So that, that, that can happen if just like, I know I'm not Connie. I know I'm not Connie. In that moment, anything that happens to Connie isn't happening to you. So then, well, then what's happening? I have to activate labeling to make things happen. Huh, if I don't activate labeling, do you know what? There's nothing happening. Really, there's nothing happening. Is that what you're referring to? There is no existence with nothing happening. Okay. It will be, it, it's, it's in both. I, I know it's getting very confusing. I'm kind of throwing out every possible path. Okay, so if there's no existence, for sure, nothing happened ever and nothing is happening now. Nothing happened ever when you see there's no existence. When existence is there, we've got nothing is happening. Because there's no me that it can happen to. It's only an appearance. But there appears to be an appearance. So an existence of an appearance seems to be there. Do you see? So when we've got the appearance, it just looks like that. So when we've got the appearance, we've got existence. But nothing ever happened when existence is transcended. Does that make sense? Yeah, then you've just got the infinite, the absolute, unchanging, pure consciousness. Yeah. How does evolution, how does an evolution concept fit in beyond all? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's like, hold on now. Do I know? <clears throat> it seems to be it seems to be a pattern since uh, since we started mapping our evolution that every now and then that there's a big jump it hasn't been a progressive thing at all there's been a huge and they've called the jumps mutation it's like we completely did it a giant leap a giant leap okay and we're in the middle of a giant leap when industrial age came and, and technology, it's all like, this is, I mean, the changes are phenomenal. I, I, I can't keep up, I'm completely dysfunctional. I'm like trying to learn I can at the moment. And it's like, oh my God, my brain is a dwarf for this. And it's just not, I just can't get the freaking thing. I've watched YouTube after YouTube after YouTube. And I'm like, why can't I get this? It's amazing, you know? And give it to somebody 10 years younger and it's like, you just press this button, girl. I mean, I know, something just show me, you know? And it's, it's, it's like this, it's, you know, this kind of awareness of like, gosh, how can kids get this so fast? So you know that there's, there's something changing at a ridiculously fast pace. So that's a mutation. We're in this period of where change is like, it, it's nothing, you know? So, so in this mutation, if you think about like, even a hundred years ago, you'd have to study, before you got any of the theory of non-duality, you'd have to study with a master for 12 years. That was the norm. Before you start being told about, given the concepts for pointing to, to the I am. Or, so so because, because all of that was protected, that was appropriate for its time. That was appropriate for the time, and as a result, it was protected. Let's say it that way. 
So along comes the internet and boom, this information is everywhere. And so now we have all kinds of things. We've got people using it as a concept and of course, because some people are ready for it and some people are not. But it's just out there and that's fine. It will be mainstreamed. It will. Learning how to manage our mind, it, it's going to have to. And like, please, into the education system. Let's start there. So, so okay, so how to manage your mind and, and using the tool effectively for, for living in a better way. Hey, you know, it really could change the whole freaking world. So, okay, so maybe that's the direction it's going in and that would be great. So with this mutation... understanding, look at what science is doing. And science is, is, is kind of following what we've been talking about for ages. Where we're still not in agreement is, is we say that consciousness is underpinning all of it and then we have an ability to be conscious and science doesn't see that consciousness is underpinning all of it. That seems to be where, we've, where we're not talking to each other because science talks about consciousness as in I'm, I wake up and I'm conscious and I'm unconscious, you know, if I, whatever. And, and they don't get the consciousness that we talk about or awareness that we talk about underpinning. So they don't see that unifying force. And that's fine. That's how it's evolving. But as a result, because science is catching up to us and proving it, because if something can be proven, even scientifically, even if it's disproved again in a few hundred years, it brings it into the mainstream. So it has to happen that science comes along because it brings it into the mainstream. You see? Commonly accepted and it becomes the norm. And there's a, like a giant shift. And so these shifts have to happen because of this phase of mutation. So science has to get a handle on this, has to, in order for it to be commonly accepted. Okay? can't just be a spiritual thing. It's too closeted. <clears throat> so then our understanding of what consciousness is, we have to find the words of... of, of we, we've got to go another step because we've been talking about pure consciousness forever and no self, and, and, and now science has those bits, you know, and it's like, okay, it makes sense that the spiritual crowd are going to find vocabulary for the next thing, in a more mainstream way. It's been there, you see an odd one, like somebody said to me recently that um, the fellow in Pondicherry, Sri Aurobindo, that Aurobindo was talking about uh, superconsciousness, superconscious, was it? Supramind, supramind, supra, was it supra? Yes, that was it, supramind. Somebody said, that, that's what it is, that's, a part, that's what he was talking about, about an awareness of something that's prior to consciousness itself. So there's little hints of it around the place, so they were kind of like dropping in seed, but we weren't ready. So along we come, now it's the time for heresy, you know? And, and to say, hey, you know, science, let's look prior to the Big Bang. You know, I, I, certainly in where I am at the moment, it must have been a clash of dimensions. It must have been, because I can see this other thing that rolled out from it. So it must have been a clash of dimensions. So, so, so we're just giving the next step so that science will follow along. And maybe it'll go on infinitely. I, 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 I really don't know. I really don't know yet. So... So that's, that's kind of the mutation thing and why it's an evolutionary thing. Because we're in this zippy, zippy period, you know? Mm -hmm. There's also, um, I'm sure that one calls it Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga age. Kali Yuga age. Yeah. Rapid, rapid destruction. Yes. He doesn't call it, a, you know, constructive period. Yeah. That it's, it's kind of basically. Uh, yeah, we're nearly finished the Kali Yuga. Hmm? We're nearly finished the Kali Yuga and going into another one. Yeah. 
Vedanta terms, Paul Brennan used more Western terms. Mm -hmm. So for, for him, the ultimate is mind itself, which is total truth, which is okay. that substrate in which everything happens. And mind in itself, mind in itself can't do anything. Yeah. It's like when you're dreaming, the mind of the dreamer isn't doing anything. The dream is doing everything. Or it's the mind of the dreamer is the context for everything happening in the dream. That's not a good thing. But you know what I mean. So what I'm saying is, it just it seems like if 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 there's if, if the absolute or pure consciousness or pure awareness is not the final thing, it is the final thing. But then you're saying, you know, you're, you're saying that, the, but it's still phenomenal. It's still consciousness. Or it's still it's yeah, still it's pure consciousness. consciousness. That's and the merging back into source. That's the loop. That's the loop. That's, that's, that finishes the evolution of consciousness. Consciousness rolls out and becomes phenomenal and there's a pull back home. And that and is the loop. And that that's whole, it. There's, there's a base for that whole thing. Pure consciousness, or pure awareness, as you call it. With everything we give it, I mean, at this point, you know. Uh -huh. I mean, it just seems like, like, um, like, like, uh, that which is beyond any possibility of identity, you know, yeah. I can't say I am that, that that would have to be, you know. You no, know. it's not. What you're doing is you're bringing the framework for, for understanding and consciousness. You're bringing the framework to what is not consciousness. Okay, I understand that. That's, that's what you're doing right now. So, of course, it's going to be gobbledygook. Yeah, yeah. But still, then, that which is beyond even the the framework would have to be the truth. No, no, the truth is pure consciousness. Then there isn't, then how can there be something beyond the truth? There isn't anything phenomenal beyond the truth. Phenomenal, but that's the operative word, right? Noumenal, I mean. But, but then you're saying is there something non-phenomenal beyond truth? No, neither phenomenal nor non-phenomenal. Mm. So then how, why would you say you're a heretic? It seems like you're validating the, the the, the highest. You're bringing, I'm after, you're bringing the framework that's appropriate within consciousness to prior to consciousness. Right. That's what you're doing right now. Can we, is, is there anything, any way I could not do that? Get to pure consciousness. And then you'd see the framework that set up pure consciousness. That's the only way to do it. You know, Carl shared that um, in, the, in the cave in India, um, the Pachin cave, um, he said he saw everything as pure light. Yes. And he realized that all the light, that the pure light was bullshit. Yes. So yes. that seemed to be going beyond pure, you know, that seemed to be a going beyond. Let me leave it at that. I don't know going beyond what. But it seemed like that's where it went. Yeah, to go into like Brahman, the absolute, there is neither light nor dark, nothing. And it's or it's opposite. Both are just seen to be Maya. Yeah. And that's what makes the absolute the absolute. Is that it's non-dual. It doesn't have any hint of duality at all. Okay. So that makes sense to this one here. Yeah. Go there. Go go there. Yeah. But but you are but but are this one's question is, are you saying there's something even beyond your use of the term absolute? I can't say there's something beyond it. That doesn't... Yes, that wouldn't be absolute the way we're using the word. We're, we, we're not going to get anywhere with this. 
because you're bringing something that doesn't your your way of comprehending it is you're using too much of a dualistic framework to understand it. I can't I can't communicate it with you because you're receiving it through a dualistic framework. All right, I better for just be quiet for a minute. <laughs> it won't work. What we're talking about won't work. It won't work. Like we're, we're speaking two different languages right now. Yeah. Well, we were with you up to the point where you said that neither this or that, and it's when you use the word absolutely, we're with you. So then, yeah. Um, I don't know whether you should continue or just say that it's always. Um, on your own path, you know, get get to I am Brahman, pure awareness, absolute. Get to there, dissolve everything that makes the Elliot character feel he's, he's, he's real. That's the work. The rest of it is only going to be a concept which is merged into a dualistic perspective and it's going to confuse you and make the whole lot sound a load of, a load of bullshit. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Little question. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was Wednesday. I can't remember what preceded it, but you said something to the effect. Yeah, if, if anything says bring it into your heart and you kind of lead over. <coughs> and I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Like a practice if it says bring it into your heart, but that doesn't go. It, it depends on who I'm talking to, right? <laughs> it really depends on who I'm talking to. Because in that context, we were talking. <coughs> We were talking about, about, it was Tom, we were talking about, about the heart opening, or it's, it was like, at a certain point, you hit up against the frequency of love, and then love gets transcended, and you end up seeing love from the far side of love, where what you are moves through love, moves through all of it, and is integrated with all of it. Now... That's completely different than a physical human technique of bring it into your heart. That, that's a technique. It's a new age technique, I think, really. You know, bring it into your heart. What, answer from the heart, approach it from the heart. That's a technique. Yeah, that's lovely. Sure, try it. But it's got nothing to do with it, the search for truth. Nothing. It'll dissolve human pain. That's grand. But when I was talking to Tom at that time, it, it was, it was, it, we were doing something else. We were doing something else. It wasn't kind of the human thing of bringing to have. But if that works for you, it's grand. But I wouldn't set it up as like an ultimate tool. It's just one of the things that you pick up and use. It's like if there's criticism going, I stop that. Just one of those things. It's like, whoops, okay, here's one of my practices. You know? Just... Just love that part of myself. I'm, 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 I'm becoming very aware that I'm giving a shitload of tools. <laughs> Sorry, that's a very common Irish phrase. Mightn't be very PC here, but anyway. That there's just a load of tools, you know, that might totally confuse you. Pick up what has resonance for you, drop the rest. Pick up what has resonance for you. The rest of them will just be there someplace, and if they make sense down the line, great, and if they don't, doesn't worry about it. <laughs> And if you get most of them, well, good for you.
said something to the effect about somehow he suggested there was a limit to God. Yes. And Francis says, a, a limit, limit to, God. to God. And Francis said, don't do that. You can't put any limits on God. There was a Crucians had a diagram that was interesting in their, one of their books that I just saw that shows like God, God, and then they go into a, like a super God and that God, God, God. And so, you know, and it, something about the way that the picture looks just triggers like, wow, could this be a structure of some sort? This larger, I, I never read the book, but you know. Yeah. It, it was the only other place I've ever seen that, that there was something beyond the totality of yeah. God. Yeah. But it's, it's not phenomenal, and it's, it's not, not noumenal, it's not, it's, you know, maybe it's just for science. Maybe it's just for science. I, I don't know. Have you seen, um, the, I don't know what his name is, it's some, I'm sure people here have seen the black hole, that guy, that physicist, he's talking about tetrahedrons and all that stuff. Nobody? Oh, man, y'all are in for a treat. <laughs> the black hole, W-H-O-L-E. I, I can't yeah. think of, I think it's Harum. I, I can't think of his name, but he's kind of brought it been bringing these concepts into science. And yeah. The guy who was a plumber, is it? Who, 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 who? No, he's a, uh, he's a physicist, uh. but kind of blackballed by the traditional physicist because he asked the question, you know, who is this? They have this picture of, this is all the world. He goes, whose finger, you know? Uh. But if you haven't seen it thrive and, and the black hole are two phenomenal science-oriented movies related to foundation of consciousness. Really, really worth your time. Was it Einstein that said, when, when black holes, was it Einstein that said it's something completely unnatural and he didn't want to go there? Was it Einstein? Somebody, somebody pretty fantastic when the black hole thing started, you know, that this is at the center of our galaxy. Yeah. And it was just like, that's totally unnatural. That phrase was used, you know? But now they know that whatever goes into the black hole, it comes out. Actually, the same stuff comes out again. It has to come out again, you know? But, you know. I think it was an accident too. I think it was, yeah. He said that it's completely unnatural, don't go there. So it reminds me of Francis saying, don't go there, don't go there. God is unlimited, you know? So it's both. It depends how you look at it. God is limited and God is unlimited. Both can be there, but, but, you know. What Einstein once said, God doesn't play craps. Doesn't dice. Doesn't play dice with the universe. Mm. Mm. It's not a crap shit. Mm. Um, I think Tommy got it when he was about four years old. He made this diagram. Yeah. And it, in the center was God, and it was kind of like a star, and above it was God's poppy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 
Pardon? Shangri-La just appears. <laughs> yes. It's, just it's, it's yes. not there for everybody, right? <laughs> it just doesn't. Yes. Yes. So it must be there Yes. Yes. All the time. Yes. It's there all the time. It's there all the time. But embodying it is another story. Hmm? Embodying it, you know, having it in, in frontline so awareness. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's I mean, people who are in bliss all the time, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. But then, they have that. Yes, but they also could be stuck there, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There is something that needs to let it all go, let every stage go, you know. Yes. And I'd like to ask about more detail of how that works. My, my present image is, is that uh, if one pays close attention, one may be able to reside in the natural state for some yeah. portion of, of what's going on. But to use a wider lens seem to be able to go prior to natural state. Uh-huh. And so I don't quite know how to enhance the use of a wider lens. Okay. Little tricks or okay. Tell me. View. Mm, tell me how you know it goes prior to the national state, natural state, national state, natural state. What's what's the qualitative or sensory difference? Or oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm just absorbing as as best I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm absorbing as best I can. It could, and that's why I said it, because I could well be wrong. And that it's an image of natural state is one for me of less interaction in the world, of attention staying at home, yes. ceasing to exist, yes. dissolving which somehow has in it uh, not perceiving, not lensing. Yes. The idea of using a wider lens yes. has much more of an interactive sense ah, to it. Okay, so it's doubling that's, up with the lens that's what's image. Going on here. It's doubling up with the lens image. I suppose, okay, so the wider lens from that perspective is, is um, uh, it's more about taking in the bigger picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know? So, so uh, by taking in the wider lens, we're not bound by the limitations of the thinking mind. Okay. That's really what I'm okay. talking about. It's like dropping, okay. dropping the, the 
it should be like this, all the shoulds and must be and all, all those things that contract in our thinking. It's like, let it be wide. It's like it becomes infinite, open, we're fluid, anything is possible. There's no fear, no contraction at all. So it's a wide, wide view of the world. So it's kind of like, almost like you're in a helicopter, you know? It, it's just wide. So there's no contracted focus. So it's, it's a different technique. So I suppose duplication with the word lens isn't useful. Okay. Now that I look back on it. Just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I see. Yes. 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 The lens, the lens went to two, two places. Yeah, gotcha. meaning two different things gotcha. in the two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my quick notes for that are going to be expect a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> but, but can you have that helicopter view? Absolutely. Can, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Every Just being day. wide open. Every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A way of life. A way of life, exactly. Wide, wide, wide okay. open. Okay, cool. So, yeah. so lens, lens went away, and and then my my second paraphrase for that will be uh, the flow through you, me. Uh, yeah. It's unfiltered. Unfiltered. Yes. Thinking mind isn't. Yes, maneuvering thing. Manipulate. There's no controller in there manipulating. Okay, yeah, thank you. and that's 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 actually called liberation. Okay, so spiritually. Free, free flow. Yeah, in the in certainly in Tibetan stuff anyway, and in I know Adi Shanti talks about it. I don't know who else in contemporary work talks about it, but um, you, I'm sure you know. But um, so there's awakening, knowing that you're not the body, you're not the mind, you're not the person, and all of that stuff is real. It's just is unreal. You know, it's just created by mind. Okay, and you know that you are the absolute. Okay, and we still have identity running there, and it's fine. You are the absolute. Okay. And then liberation is when there's no filter at all. There's no lens coming in at all. That pure consciousness moves through the form. It's not influenced in any way by any idea. It's completely unmanipulated. And that's liberation. Thank you. Yeah. Worthwhile definitions. Yeah, 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 they are. Yeah, and some mix it up. Awakening, liberation, yeah. it's like, oh my God, they're so different. What a, what a, what a stew. Yeah, what a stew, what a stew. Toss yeah. in all the fancy words we can give. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and use them Yes. Uh, to one's own advantage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, thank you. Yeah. Got, got, uh, sure. But, uh, oh yeah, it's in the Upanishad, so it is in some Advaita stuff, and it's definitely in Zagshin. It's definitely all in that, the difference between awakening and liberation. Yeah. Those, those are those ancient scriptures are really tough for me. Are they? Yeah, oh, I think they're fantastic. I just can't. Yeah. yeah, don't worry, you've got your own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I guess I could spend years on that. Well, it's been done. You know, it has been done, but there are other ways. Thankfully, we live in the diverse culture of opportunity. So, uh, uh, instead of you banish your heads, you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Uh, okay. The next historical uh, one is, uh, I think it was yesterday morning, started off with a, uh, making a distinction between being silent yes. and something that was going to be capitalized as silence, was my guess. Yes, silence itself. Was there, is there something more to point to? Yes, very good. Because we started especially, off with that Especially the big silence. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, so when you go into the natural state... 
you know, it's quiet and it's still and da 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 da. Okay. So where I was going with that dialogue, and I'm glad you brought it back, is it's quiet. Okay. Now let's look closer. It's quiet. Is it because it's pretty silent? Let's move into the words of silent. Is it because it's silent? Because of the absence of noise, the absence of stuff. Is that what makes it quiet? So are we dealing with the opposite, like quiet as opposed to not noisy? Because mind isn't yakking. And then what about the essence of quiet or silence itself? Not Not the opposite of something. So I want to move from noisy, silent, to like silence itself. And it's, it's actually a frequency. It's kind of a, it's, it's a frequency, you know? The essence of silence itself. No, I don't know. Frequencies are beyond me. I, All right. I'm locked in physics talk. Okay. As soon as the F word comes up. All right. <laughs> okay. Sort of like lens. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> see, I'm a bit bonkers this afternoon. We're having a good time. As long as we're having fun. That's the whole point. Has to be fun. Okay, so let's look at noisy, quiet. Now, if, if quiet wasn't the opposite of noisy, could there be the essence of quietness itself? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. That's what I wanted to direct. Okay. Yeah. The essence of quietness itself. Yeah. To add that to the natural state. Because okay. when people are describing it, they're describing the absence of noise. And it's like, okay, let's just yeah. drop a little bit more out of duality. You see? Cool. Cool. Right? Out of the one that can have an opposite. To go into the essence of it. To the yes. essence of, okay. of the quality that's uh, there. Okay. You with me? Yes. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add another loop. <laughs> oh God! At the risk of confusing everybody and myself. <laughs> okay. When we go deeper or pull back, you know the way we find that there's fear, and that's kind of around the existence place of annihilation, fear, danger. Okay. And then when we go beyond that, or that fear is okay, you know, that, that you let it run through and it's demystified and it's not like <clears throat> gripping you. We go beyond fear. There, there's, there's nothing really else that's crappy. Do you know? You can come across like the essence of, of love and the essence of beauty. And, um, and we transcend all of those. But they are more refined than fear, than greed, hatred. They're deeper in the movie. So it's kind of interesting that love really does conquer all. And that's why I was kind of encouraging Tony, listen, you're, 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 the path of love isn't going to let you down. Because, because love, love and beauty, they're very refined they're at the very early stages of the beginning of duality. You see? Okay. Yeah, they're, okay. they're kind of at the non-jewels, okay. the, the opposite of duality, the non-jewel. They're at the non-jewel part before it diversifies into duality. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, 
we can absolutely categorically say that love actually does reign over hate. It's not simply love and hate. Like, yes. the love and hate yes. is like bringing it into the heart. That's the love, that's the opposite of fear. That's what that is. But as you pull back and you go into the non-dual, you will find the essence of love and the essence of beauty. Which, which in the hierarchical model, which comes from duality, the, how come they're there and the opposites aren't there? Can you imagine that? If we peeled back and there was fear and hatred as, as the primordial energies that created the universe. But funnily enough, they're not. They're not. Do you know? So when somebody, just to add another layer, when somebody kind of, you know, is stuck in, in Maya, stuck in the world, and then somebody is has awakened, very often the awakened person says, well, why are you worried because your baby died or something like phenomenally horrendous? Why are you worried, you know? Because they know, they know that the pain is only within that realm. It's hugely experiential, experiential, experiential <laughs> there, but that actually... The, the essence of, 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 of what it's all about comes from love. Even the tragic death of a child comes from love because that's much finer. So there's no question around which is stronger, love or hate. It's like in the dualistic, well, they, they just fight each other. They're just balanced. But in the whole, the whole grand scheme of things, of course love and beauty are streets ahead of it. Before hatred and greed ever came into existence, love was there, beauty was there. Do you see? So, so I'm hinting at that to like head, head back to that dimension by, you know, pressing fast forward on the natural state by saying, okay, it's quiet. Now, quiet because there's the absence of mind. Okay, go a bit deeper now and go into the essence of quietness itself. Silence itself. Very close to love itself, to beauty itself. Right? Mm -hmm. And those things appear, if we look at the trajectory again, those things appear just when consciousness is able to... Um, there's no phenomenal existence. There's only the essence of things existing as yet. So existence itself hasn't solidified into a subject-object. So we just have essence existing. And here we have just enough focus, like consciousness is being aware of itself, and it just focuses in a little bit, and we find beauty and love. And then we go to existence. Something can exist. So the essence of those things are very primordial. They're yes. way back there, yes. the inception, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why I was bringing them into the natural state. That's why I was bringing silence into the natural state as opposed to the silence, which is the opposite of noise. The essence of something itself, because you'll find only the essence of the positive stuff up there. Do you see? Mm -hmm. 
And and the new age thing got it, you know. Oh, it's all about love. It's all about love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they got they got something. They got something, but they weren't able to ground it because they didn't hadn't done the friggin' work. Do the friggin' work and dissolve the crap and come on, embody every step as you go and be thorough, you know. And there's no getting away from that, you know. It's bullshit otherwise. If I may make more of my images. Yeah, yeah. The, the way it works. Uh, if we follow this infinite trajectory up through the spectrum yes. and manage to, to natural state, there's a, there, there, there's a huge jump then. It was just referred to as fearful up to existence, uh, maybe losing existence. And, and here's essences yes. that, are, that are formed, forming. Yes, forming. As, as, yes. Yes. As whatever this is, yes. <laughs> is, is happening. Yes. Uh, you, you just put, uh, it started with, truth, with love and beauty. I've heard truth yes. exists there yes. to everyone's part of a triumvirate. Yes. Silence just got added to that. Yes. And um, natural state may be able to more, oh, oh, we just opened the heart to more subtle. <coughs> associated that with natural state because here here are these subtle influences yes. that got some connection with love and beauty yes. and and the implication is the silence is perhaps the most accessible or the most, uh, most yes. <laughs> invasive <laughs> intrusive <laughs> uh, And it's not as cliched as love and beauty. Ah, yes. That's why I was going yes, first. Not, it's not as cliched. Not painted over with... Um, uh, with, with Valentine hearts. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that, was, that was my question. If, if it's all right, I'll take just a minute to kind yeah. of absorb and see. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, it appears to me that uh, mind can just take you so far, but, but, but that you have to drop mind. And clearly to know knowingness or is, you are a very good example, it has to be experiential without the mind, without the words. Yes. They can point to, yes. but then it has to be embodied and yes. experienced. Yes. And then to talk about it, the words are so far removed from that essence. From that. But the limitation that we have as being human is that we're story-making machines. Yes. <laughs> so part of the embodiment is talking about it. When you can finally verbalize it, 
Of course, it's only a pointing. It's so it's it's, but it's what we do. It's it's just our our way of. Well, it can be very helpful. Yes, it's very helpful. You can have one word at the what certain time, and and it just you know you could hear it. Five, the, 10, 15 years. Absolutely. And, hear it and, and then ready. finally, you're yeah. ready. That's right. That's right. And yeah. I can say very eloquently because even I understood what you were talking about. Yeah. And I couldn't really, didn't everyone pretty much grasp So you yeah. felt like you we were struggling maybe, but you were clear as a bell. Okay. The questions were, were great. It was just not. Very good. Yeah. 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 For now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as, as, a, as a response to that, and again, as always, this is course correction in, in motion. Um, I've found that you only understand something when you can explain it, when you can tell somebody. And, and if you can tell it as simple as a farmer in the field, then you finally understand, then you know what you're talking about, instead of dropping jargon and acronyms. Is hands. The second part of course correction then is um, to, to drop a mind, it ain't happening. My sense is it's, it's going to be uh, organic is the proper yes. term. Yes, um, I, I, For me, yes. the way this goes, yes, for you. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't get to grab love or yes. grab it, but they're happening. Yes, it's happening. Damnedest thing. <laughs> uh, and, and so, in the same sense, I'll, I'll use all the all the mind yes. that works. Yes. And uh, one one of these days, it may not work. Yes. And we'll keep on rolling. Yes. Yes. If that sounds right, yes. then that's all I know to do. Yes. So cool. We we got silence. We can, we know what to pay attention for. With, with, with the little 10% that's left. Yes, the little 10% that's left. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Body dies or not? Oh no! Makes no difference at all. Not at all. No. 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 Will we have a cup of tea? Okay. Yes. Still, I would just add. Almost. Okay. 
Good. Yeah. Can I encourage you to play with it? Yeah. What I am is love. Because when we feel, mm, I don't know about me being love, the me is, is the egoic personal I. Right. And of course that one, you know, that one is just going to take everything to fatten itself, you know, keep its own story going, right? That's not the purpose of this. Yeah, it didn't feel clean to claim that. Perfect. Yeah. And it isn't because yeah. the ego was in there, the me was in there, the little me, you know? But like what, what you are, whatever that is, what you really are, is love. It's more of a, it's more of a that can take you further. Do you know? Because what you really are, whatever that is, like the unnameable or the infinite or the, the, the essence that's not the personality but creates the personality, or we can kind of define it through secondary terms like that. You know? Yeah. And if we can say, well, what I am, that is love. There's a little bit of almost anxiety. So it's like you're you're pointing to this thing of, you know, what I really am and do I really want to claim that I know anything about that? You know, it's... It's not about knowing it. It's about playing with the sentence to see where, where, where what do I make of that? Not, not up here, uh-huh. not up near here, in the feeling place. It's like, what I am is love. Could that be so? Can I feel into that? Could that be so? Uh-huh. Could that be so? I can ask myself that question. Yeah. And feel it, not like, do I know that what I am is love? I'm not asking you that. Yeah. So we're trying to get out of the headspace around this and go with the feeling place to a, to a potentially deeper essence of love. Could it be true that what I am is love? Yes. Okay. Yes. Could it be true? And I am love is a completely different statement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Frequency. <laughs> Which F word? <laughs> Frequency. As, as long as there's a moment here, it may not take long. I once asked you about, um, the discussion had gone on and referred to energy balls and energy fields and, and, uh, and other dimensions mm. happening. And mm. I said, what? And you said, uh, for me at least. Those were just distractions. Mm. Uh, It may be the same response here. To me, frequency is associated with energy. Okay. Uh, Yes. That's part part of the world, and uh, higher higher frequencies have more energy. Yes. Um, But but it's an equation right in front of me. Okay. And maybe 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 there's something there that has any applicability for what I'm, where I'm going, maybe not, 
but but it was worth revisiting that word. Okay. <clears throat> is frequency something that, uh, that I should pay attention to? It 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 gets gooey. It gets gooey. Too many yeah. new age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get that. I totally get that. Raise your frequency. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be on here. <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay, let me find an angle that might be appropriate or of use. And there, and there may not be. It, it, mm. it may fit right with, with energy and, and other dimensions that are, are past where I can go at this stage. Just a second now, if I just feel into this. If we look at frequency in terms of radio waves. So... Another way of explaining when something kind of resonates, like when we were talking about the essence of silence, beauty, love, as opposed to the phenomenal, dualistic, diluted versions. Something clicked for you. Something just, something happened. And in a way, that's like, if you're the radio and you, you just turned your dial a tiny bit to, to oscillate at the same, you see, frequency as, as the essence that we were talking about and something just went, there's a match. There's a co co coherence between the two. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. We, we tend to, we tend to kind of like, align some way with, with some aspect of manifestation. Okay. Yes. And that it's not, it's not so obviously a concept. The concepts come in often, okay. they come in afterwards. Okay. Like Veda talking about a state and it's like, well, what was that? You, you know, that, that something, some, sometimes spiritual experiences or resonances or click happens and it doesn't seem to come from the concept first the concept is in there but it's not in our it's not in our faculty that the concept is running first we don't have it something is lining up with it first so that tuning in in okay. that way okay. that's the frequency thing that i talk about so when we talk about kind of grounding all of this or embodying it, as is the, the non-dual term for it, or kind of just being able to talk about it from a place of understanding, mm -hmm. all of that. that. That means that we're not locked into any one particular frequency. Because that <clears throat> would be like that you're, you're, a, you're able to... Uh, you're not locked into any one, but that they make sense. The varying degrees all make sense. They just all make sense. You can just tune, turn your dial and tune into any layer. And, and 
you're not fixed anywhere. You just get it that they're all just different ways of tuning, tuning your, mm -hmm, your dial. You see? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, or I think. I yeah, do. yeah, sure. Uh, there, there's always that illusion that you think you know what you're doing. Yeah, but that's fun too. When you discover yeah. you're not, it's like, whoa! Yeah. Look what yeah. happened there. Um, let me see if I can change your analogy just a little bit. Yeah. And we'll get rid of this. For me, it may relieve the pressure on, on this frequency work. Yeah. <clears throat> I. It, it's sort of open information in, in the DNA world okay. of um, cellular stuff fitting together like lock and key. Yes, yes, yes. As yes. you use the word align. Yes. Or, or opening. Yes. One is arranging. Yes. The receptor. Correct. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. Weird analogy. Doesn't work worth a damn, but it was fun. It does try. work. It does work. <laughs> but it really, for me, it relieves the, the pressure on... on yeah. On working with the energetic uh, model. Fr frequency is just loaded. Yeah, it's loaded. Okay. No problem. As soon as you say, tune the dial, I'm looking inside it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The stuff inside. Yeah. Uh, but I hear the alignment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we also took out the the value judgment of better and worse. Oh yeah. Higher frequency. No. Is closer to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. But, uh, but, but. We just opened the heart again. We just opened the heart again. Definitions, self-definitions. You know what you are. Mm. Hell, if they're flexible. Yes. Then, then, then your radio is wide open. It's wide open. To whatever bandwidth, frequency. Yes. And that's, again, the same... Another phrase then is open the heart. Open the heart. Or we can call it liberation. Because and liberation. Because pure awareness, pure consciousness will move through it uninterrupted. That's the open sense again. Yes. Because the receptor is available for all of it. Available for all of it. Like Byron Katie having plastic mm -hmm. surgery. All of it. And if I may, it, it's not only a receptor, but it's a clear channel through. Yes, it's a clear channel through. Yes, yes, yes. It flows through. Uh, let me get about three or four breaths to make sure yeah, yeah. that I'm through with the effort. Yeah. 
But that this has been exquisite. Yeah, yeah. As the, as the, as the self-definitions and, and the bound-up structures are opened up, that's, that's the me, that's the I. Yes. That's what, what I thought, what, what you think you are. Yes. Is any yes. self-definition. Yes. As the self-definition fades. Yes. Dissolves is the term. Yes. <laughs> then, then comes what's left. Yes. Then comes what's left. <laughs> and I hear there's not much. <laughs> All of it and none of it, but not a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. And it's same, same. All of it, none of it. But not part mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no holding on. No, no, no. I was going to, at one point in the, in the early days of this, as I was hearing all these strange terms and definitions, I was going to have t-shirts and ball caps made, you know, make my fortune. Yes. And, and, and one of the serious ones you can do is to have the, the circle with the cross out. Okay. And, and so one of, the, one of the recent ones, I think probably in a thing with you, was a hand grasping a something. <laughs> with a lot of no grasping. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, maybe we can have one of, of, of the old Zen story of the guy who went over the edge of the cliff and he's just barely hanging on to one... No hanging on. No hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stories. Yes. Just, just fun. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, this has been exquisite. Yeah. I just wanted to make a comment. Um, years ago, I saw a documentary that was at uh, the planetarium, our local planetarium. So it was kind of meeting back, looking at it. It was on the Big Bang. And in that, they measured. You know the sound we were talking about yesterday, like the sound of the universe or the edge of silence sound? Yes. So they measured that sound and they tracked it back on radio waves and they tracked it back to the Big Bang. Like yes. it was the sound of the, of yes. the Big Bang, right? Yes. So that, I think, I thought that was, uh, yes. that was profound at the time and nothing. Yes. That's right. <coughs> they picked it up in one of the poles, didn't they? Was the South Pole or the North Pole where they yeah, detected it first? The South Pole. I remember I just remember the essence of yeah, that. Yeah. Was yeah, that sound. Is, they've, yeah. they've located that sound. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that makes, uh, aside from the making it uh, appear to be real, it at least gives it some kind of form that's different from the esoteric science about high frequency yes. what it means in the yes. body judgments and stuff. Yes. Yes. Yes, come at it from whatever angle makes sense to you. You know, this is these dialogues are rich, you know, they're rich. Just take what makes sense to you. Yeah. Talk a bit about embodiment. Yeah. Have you been using the word a lot? I'm not quite sure. Yeah, 
Is, is it really hot? I might like it. It's hot? Okay. Okay. Let's see. Oh, it's probably nice. That's all right. Don't worry. Get over it. Just have to see if there's no bad deal hot. Oh, that's good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, um. Look at what like when you have food poisoning. <laughs> and you know, you have a clear up greater than what the food was. You know, you lose like two dodgy crumbs. And, and you're very sick for three days. It's like, well, what the heck is that? So, so okay, so much, much more stuff leaves that you don't understand that's quite leaving, but it's just leaving your system. And then there's a rebuilding. Where your immune system is low, where you just gotta mind yourself. You don't have much energy in your building. That's the embodiment phase. So when you lose a bit of what you thought you were, or you lost some old ideas, or you dropped concepts, or you dissolved some desires, or let things go, accepted something, there's a bit of a phase of where you're kind of straightening yourself out again because something has changed. So sometimes, sometimes it's literally in our body because we can have a pain in our back, and when the stress goes, the pain in our back goes, and it's like. Huh. I, how, how can stress give you a pain in your back for the short time? Of course it can. Stress can give you heart disease. Right? We, we, it's very linked, you know, the body and, and the mind. So when we change our thinking, there's very often a physiological reorganization that happens. This, this is all about dissolving what the, the mess that mind has made of, of what it thinks the world is. Huh? And so as, as it shifts, if, if we don't kind of get that recuperation time, that phase of like, okay, a bit of normal life here now, if we don't kind of readjust ourselves without the old framework, and more clearing goes on and goes on and goes on, we'll end up functioning from our neck up. Clubbing all the concepts, but it won't ring through at every level. So, so, during the path, it's about that. It's about integrate, slow down, integrate, take it easy, recoup, get a handle on it. There's no hurry. Let everything settle. Otherwise, you won't be able to hold on to it. Or it's keeping your head. And we just have all the concepts. You're just kind of sinking. When somebody talks to talk, but they don't walk, they haven't embodied it, they're not living it, or breathing it, or speaking from the place of knowing. With, with, so, so that's what happens in the path. This gets, with awakening itself, with the like, oh my God, it's totally unreal. Like, and it depends, because it might, maybe Barbara will embody this, and maybe she won't, for example. It could be the end of the story for the Barbara character, or not, I don't know. So, so if, if she's got enough clearing work done, or if she's blessed by grace, it depends which way you want to look at it, same thing. If she's, if, if something is ready to like, uh, uh, to integrate that perspective, like, gosh, this isn't real at all, actually. 
there's some 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 other thing that's looking through this body and it's kind of I know it's pure awareness and, and it's definitely fine with all of this. Okay. So the way Barbara was talking, if if that can settle, if she's done enough work, that'll be able to settle. It'll just become normal. And she'll be able to embody it. She's not ready. She won't be able to embody it. This is just being another spiritual experience, making another crack, pushing another bit of garbage out of the way. So that's why embodiment is really important. So with each shift, if you can get your immune system back up, get yourself strong again, do you know? Then you've integrated it. Is there a relationship between that and grounding? Yeah, has to be grounded. Because, because with the embodiment, it's like the, the shift in perspective or the, the clear of whatever went on, it's like it goes through you. It's, I don't know if this is literally or if this is just an image that's coming to my head. I'm beginning to think it might be literally. The, 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 the clarity of the Eureka, that sensation has to flow through your body with the earth. It goes through you. Do you know? I had a sense of that. Have you? A little bit. Yeah. Not in my literally, but other little mini ones were. It would just be a whole body thing at some point. Whole body thing, yeah. Then you know you've got it. You've got it, yeah, and it goes right through. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like even a, a strong knowing becomes like a knowing a becomes a full body knowing. Exactly. It's right. It's, it's, it's so not just in your head. It's cellular. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it flows through, and you're like, well, I'd like to hang on to that experience. It's like, hold on. It's done its business. Trust it. What you're left with is what you're left with. Stay there. Don't be grasping. Because that's what we do. Like, oh, why did you have that state? That was so clear. That was so clear. And it's like, no, no, no. The, the clarity was in contrast to the old perspective. Once it moves through, you watch. The old perspective won't be a sticky. So that's why it's really important to let it go, let it pass through. That's when it's an authentic embodiment, because you really see what you're left with. And so many just, that's when they get stuck, even in most beautiful blissful states. It's like, oh, and the experience of it is what they want, because they don't have the contrast of how it used to be. And then, and then it gets many. Whereas letting it all go, no matter what, let it go. And whatever is left, okay, that's what we work with. Well, I've found, found and done many times is the minute I grasp, I lose it, and then I'm just, oh, I did it again. Grasp, 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 gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just yeah. can stay with it. Yes. Stay open, stay relaxed. Yeah, free flow. Free flow. Most times I grasp, and it's completely gone. It's a surefire way to lose it. It's a surefire way to lose it. Absolutely. It's almost like it, it, it feels instinctive almost. Does to it? Grasp. To grasp. Or it's happened so fast I can't even yeah. until I've done it. Go, oh, I did it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to train myself out of that. If that probably happens if spiritual experiences are not pedestal. Okay, did you take them off the pedestal? I've had a few juicy ones in the past. Yeah. I've been chasing for years and I know that. Uh, and it's hard to, you know, so now I have none or I get close and then I grasp it, it's gone. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so work on that. 
Yeah, taking off the pedestal and just taking it to start with. This is life. It's going to happen. It's not going to. And it's not that you're getting blasé. It's just that there's a free flow about it. The grasping is gone. It's like it comes, it comes, it goes, it goes. Hey, you know? Great. And not great. It doesn't matter. Neither way. Either way is fine. It'll be how it'll be. Really surrendering. Because I haven't had any for some time, and that's probably why I've kind of blocked off of either grasping for it. Yeah. I got many when I was young un, um, uninvited. Yes. They came to me. Yes. And then that started this whole you know, yes. journey. Yes, the character at the beginning of their yeah. Well, and they were just coming out of the bloom, some I couldn't explain, and that they were amazing, and mm. then the whole, it started this whole journey. Mm. And now there's nothing, and you, know, you just don't know where to put it when they come and you don't have a context. I had none. Mm -hmm. No context for what even it was. Mm -hmm. um, but now they don't come, but yes, I put them on a pestle, definitely. Yeah. They're up there. Yeah. Up there, really Smash the shot in their hair. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so yes. just make it be. Yes. These things happen, they come and they go. It's just part of life. Yeah, we really do But I think there was like a conditioning, and I was not even brought up in any religious sense, but there's like a conditioning to it's the extraordinary, it's the supernatural, yeah. it's, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's very, yeah. I don't know why, just because it's like, well, and then there's things that ego is unspeakable. Of course, of course, it's, it's a big rabbit hole, no? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, sure. I have another question. Let us, um, how do you think that like uh, cell phone waves and you know uh, technology waves? How do you think they interact with the natural frequencies or the, the frequencies of the natural state? If if you give them importance, they're going to interfere. That's for sure. Like if you're saying, if you believe that they, yeah, they yeah them, if you, you give you give them attention, attention they they. they they have, your receptor, let's use David's language, your receptor is, is, is wired to, to tune into them then. Sure, all of these things impact us. Of course they do. But are they going to stop, stop any of it? Not at all. Your destiny is your destiny. What about like, people that are use them a lot or really tuned into them? Like, I mean, that's an attraction in a sense, but not a fear of attraction, but an attraction of usefulness or functional functionality or something like that. So, and that, like, is exposure, like frequent exposure, or is that part of, is that a... Can it shift your perspective? I don't know. I've spent about 30 years, do you see? Yeah, I, I mean, it probably will take that, yeah. Yeah, I think and so. There's some, some suggestion in whether it's theory, like people that have done very decent research, um, yeah. you know, are kind of suggesting. Like it, it seems that they're, I, I saw a presentation, people, some people are more vulnerable, I don't know for what reason, yeah. to electricity from the towers. For sure. People are saying like when you go through an airport, like you can get more like uh, headaches or kind of bodies yes. or something yes. like that. And, uh, you know, there's talk about uh, frequent use of cell phones and yes. brain tumors and stuff. So, I mean, that's very common. 
Sure. Sure. I mean, they're totally unnatural. We have to develop some kind of system to part of the evolution again, you know? We have to develop some kind of system to get more robust. We have to. And we will. We'll modify, you know? Like, we'll, we'll kind of uh, morph or we will morph. evolve in a sense. We will. Like, so that, we will. That's a, that's a, we will morph, yeah. Because yeah. they're not going. These yeah. waves are not going. They're so know. useful, like humanity. Yeah. To the mind processing stuff. It's so... It, it closes all the gaps. Like yeah. It's a time travel. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean... But the more robust you can become, the more grounded, the less susceptible we are. Our sensitivity goes down then, you know. Stay ordinary, connected to the planet, to, to nature. Stay ordinary, as natural as you can. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then the other, the other the kind of balance on the waves is like the uh, genetically modified. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of things that, that we're doing to kind of that we're doing to, to make to us morph, yeah. to disrupt, but it'll make us morph. Yeah. 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 So while we're living in an exciting time, we're also living at a time where you know we're the guinea pigs because we haven't morphed yet. You know. We're it's, just awareness is helpful in that, but again, the discernment part of awareness is probably also evolving. You know, I don't know. I mean, we're gonna see. You know, it looks like it. It looks like it, yeah. 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 It used to almost be, I remember about whenever, like, it was about 10 years ago, it was almost cool to be sensitive to things, you know? To have a food allergy or to be sensitive to It was almost cool, like, it's like, what the heck? You know? It seems a lot of food allergies came out of, like, uh, this is what I've heard, a friend of mine is a microbiologist, and she's suggesting, like, certain areas, like, uh, in BC, around Nelson, BC is an organic area, and everyone's raised and like pure foods and uh-huh. you know all this kind of stuff. And that, that there are a lot of allergies and, and sensitivities to, like, especially the kind of the genetically modified, or the, yeah, probably the gluten stuff or whatever. You know, there yeah. seems to be like yeah. with in the absence of good basic crap and you know exposure. Yes. You know, a little bit of unhealthy is no harm, you know, it makes us yeah. stronger because yeah. it's, it's just everywhere. Yeah. And, and also the relationship between um, allergies and parasites, like countries that have a lot of parasites don't have uh, allergies the way we do. We do. We're That's right. fairly absent with parasites. And, um, yeah. We've completely distort, distorted the ecosystem, you know, completely yeah. screwed it up. Yeah. So there's a knock on effect. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes I think, in, especially the amorphous diseases that we don't, people are sick, but they can't get a reason. And then, uh, you know, it's like uh, kind of conceptual things, like, you know, there's all sorts of things that can be projected onto something that isn't understood kind of clearly and stuff. So sure. it, gets, uh, it gets really difficult. Like, and, and who knows what those are coming out of? Like, of course. The, of course. Kind of yeah. Fit, and chronic fatigue types of Sure, things. sure. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. What to do, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just be present with it. Just, just exactly. Like it, it, I think in our framework, you don't really need to have a clear understanding of all the dynamics of it. It's more an ability 
then if one is exposed to it, yeah, just stay as strong as you can, as robust yeah. as you can, and connected to nature as much as you can, like but not obsessively, you know. Yeah, and roll with it. Like roll yeah, roll with, with it for sure. For sure, roll with it. Maybe Okay, from here. Sure. Can the character change the movie? Can the character change the movie? The character imagines that it can, but it can't. Okay, that's part of the movie. That's part of the movie. Exactly. So can you talk a little bit more about um, it's already done? Yeah, it's already happened. Yeah, just talk about that. Yeah. Like, who knows that already? Yeah. It's one of those things that's shown to you as, as you go back. As in, in the transcendence of time, as time starts collapsing. Like, deja vu is yeah. basically memory, like, yeah. like, like deja vu and and precognition are the same. One is just that there, and the other one is there. Do you see what I'm saying? The, um, the Jehu is just when a scene shot feels like memory before it goes into your conscious mind, no? Or it's been there before. You, you've already viewed that. It's already been experienced. Actually. Somewhere. There's the sense that it has been experienced. There's the sense. But, but from here, deja vu, I can feel it. It's, it's, like, it's like it hits the memory before it hits, before it hits the conscious mind. So it's like, whoa, deja vu. And I know, it's just, I can feel the memory part of my brain giving me the information as if, as if I've seen it before. Of course I have. It's just, it's just being read as though it's memory. Oh, so it hits the memory first. Yes. Yeah, that's what happens to me for sure. Precognition is is doing it fast forward. What's precognition? Precognition is when you have like a sense of something happening and then it happens. Oh, right. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Like you know it's going to happen. Like I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. This morning I just, it was like I just did it already or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah it yeah, already yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's just the timeline a little bit contorted, no? It's just like, you know, there's just a snapshot of later on in the time. Yeah. The timeline is a little bit skewed. You're not completely focused into the minute that, that our thoughts are telling us that it is. Yeah. Yeah. And are you feeling that you could change it because, because in those pre cognitive moments you could change it? That is in the movie. So even if this morning was like, whoa, this is going to happen, actually, I'm going to change it. I'm going to go for people, Jack, is doing that meditation. 
I'm going to get out of here and change it. You could do that, but that's the movie. That's actually how it was going to play anyway. The other thing was like a possible parallel, but it actually couldn't have happened like that. You see? Yeah. Yeah. So in the transcendence of time, when time starts collapsing, um, why am, I, why am I picturing this? Okay, I'm going to have to talk about this first because this is the image that's coming. We imagine we see in 3D, but we don't. We see in 2D, and then our brain turns it into 3D. Right? So... I remember the first time I saw in 2D, and I was inside in a, a cave in Italy, actually. In this old, old cave that actually Napoleon hung out in. And some Franciscans hung out there because they were being murdered during some, I don't know, I don't know, Spanish Inquisition times or some time. Or, but it's this ancient, ancient, ancient cave in Lake Garda. And, um, and I just found myself there on my own. And, and I was like, it just had a very different energy. I was like, God, this place, because nobody went there, it was open to the public or anything. And I was like, God, this place has an energy I've never felt before. It just has a different ambience to what I've ever felt before. And next thing it went, zoop, 2D, and then it went 90 degrees. And it was paper thin. And there was just like, almost like a white fog and my periphery vision. And the whole scene in front of me was paper thin. It was like, whoa, okay, so, oh dear. <laughs> Everything is gone now. So, let's look at myself. Whoops, not there either. So, there's something looking through here and everything is 2D and turned 90 degrees. So, it's like as, as wide as a hair from my head. All right. And eventually it came back. You know? And since then, often it's like, ah, oh, look, it's 2D. Hold on a second now until my brain turns it into 3D. You see? And so it turns it from 2D into 3D. And now, of course, thanks to finally, I heard some guy talking at a conference last October, that, yeah, yeah, we see in 2D, da, 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 da. And then I bring it into 3D, and it's like, okay, very good, they're there. Similarly, the collapsing, the collapsing of time turns it into a vertical line. I was bringing the energy, okay. Turns it into like, it, it, all the time is there now. All of it is there now. You've seen that? Okay, okay. In seeing it's all there now, if you take another step back from that, it's actually all done. Because the now isn't now. That now is a figment that... that that can own, if it has to be in any of the past, present, and future, it can only be in the past. You see? Always, always the case, the now is always in the past. When, when time has become vertical, okay. from there, it's done. Okay. It's like, which one does this slot into? And it's like, oh my God, it's actually, it's all over. It's not that it's all continuing on forever now. It is continuing on forever now if, if, you, know, if you stay in, in that vertical time. But leaving vertical time and letting that collapse is like, oh my God, it's done. It's done. The whole thing is done. 
It's like you're seeing out of time. Yes. Yeah. You're seeing out of time. Yeah. So it's all over. And, and then we take a step back from it's already happened, it never happened, is the next one. It couldn't have happened. Because you get too far from time. It couldn't have happened. Because time doesn't make sense. Then. There's nothing there to comprehend time. So what is valid there is that it never happened. But it's just that it's valid there. That's what's running there. It never happened. Is one more valid than the other? Everything is true some of the time. <laughs> and everything has a blind spot. You know? Yes, honey? Uh, just to expand on that, to uh, just bring it down a little bit, uh, in relative terms, uh, I'm just going to have to speak, speak from experience. Um, And that it never happened. It never happened. Yes, it never happened. It never happened. Yeah. And um, you know, just it, uh, it just uh, the silliness of it. It seems let me put it this way. It seems that the script has already been written. Yes. And we're playing out a role in this character, and we get lost in the character. Yes. We get lost in the dream, and we play out this role. And we do things like we eat certain foods, and we call things, this is good, this is bad. But we get totally immersed in duality, only to awaken from duality uh, and realize it's just a dream. But the, the everybody's script, it, I guess is where I'm confused, because their script of coming in and their experiences, whatever their path, it's all a unique expression. It's all completely different. There are no two that are the same. And it doesn't matter what you do if you eat all the right foods or do this exercise or do this mantra, whatever. It's, it, it, it's already written. And so there is no control. There is no, I mean, we have. We seem to appear appear to be making, um, responding to what's happening. Yes. But that's about it. Yes. That's about it. And everybody's exit, transition, whatever, uh, is already is is already happened. And the carpet conscious carpet of consciousness rolls out, rolls back. It's already happened. Yes. And so we're just. As you said, you know, catching up, playing, yeah. playing out this. Yes. Um, it's a replay. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So it, what a relief. Yes. What a complete relief and freedom of you, you just do what you do without... Yes, but you do the best that you can do. Of course you do. And, you know, I watched uh, uh, my, my best friend pass and, uh, and had to allow her to uh, do whatever she needed to do along her path. And, and, and at first, uh, she uh, healed herself of, of cancer. Uh, or was in remission for eight years, and uh, Ego thought that was wonderful on her side. Other people are looking, you need to write a book, and blah, 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 and, and, and then the cancer came back, and she, you know, we went off to Ecuador to see about a doctor, and there's this knowingness, this is just <coughs> joining friend as we, she does what she needs to do, and eventually pass, passes. Um, that's just, that's just how it, it, it just, it just seems so perfect. Perfect. Yes. And not to impose, like I would know anything about anybody or, or my, myself, whatever self there is, it's just uh, unfolding in each yes. instant. Yes. And it's almost in, you know, just the script's already been written. Yes. It's already been written. But the, the, the place that can cause a lot of phenomenal pain is if one uses the idea, the concept of the script is all already been written without understanding it, without kind of feeling that it is so. Because if it makes total sense to you, gosh, this, this has been written, great. But if it's a concept and you use the concept to influence your life and your behavior, it's going to bite you in the ass. Because it'll be a cop out, it'll be mind getting fat on it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And that's where spiritual maturity and kind of step by step what you're able for is what you use and drop the rest. It's important. Because there's. Sometimes it's hard to put words to it. In that in that knowingness, you know, I think. One time there was a hopelessness of what's the point or whatever, but uh, but uh, now such a sense of, of freedom of not not having to know how good one it's it just it's all happening it's just all happening now how it happens no right no wrong no good no bad and it, it the um, it's just all a play of, oh, I'm gonna eat these right foods or do this or do that to prolong my life or this or that, and it's already. Yeah. <coughs> it's just play. It's just play. And none of it's right, none of it's wrong. Correct. It's just play. It's just play. But each one of those steps must be played. 
yeah. You know, yeah. this yeah. still must be played with, with, with integrity. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how it works, all right. So there's nothing lost and nothing gained. You know, it's just that. Uh, goes into the kind of the cosmic joke thing. It's just, it's just play, it's just lila. Just because it can. Yeah. Really, there's nothing lost and nothing gained at all. It comes out, it dances, and it rolls back. Infinitely. body has this addictive thing and, and, and you can tap into something which, we can be which can be called an addiction and bad habit and bad fear yeah, and, and you can like, go into that experience. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a little hard to get out of. Yes, it's, it's hard to get out of. It's a little hard. Yeah. So, it seems like directly contradicting to me what she said and what you said. You know, because I guess because I'm a nurse and I see people die every day. Yeah. It's like, you know, people are making some really bad choices. Yes. And it seems like they can make a better choice and yes. get five heart attacks and be kind of good and quit spending seven bucks a pack on cigarettes yes. and you know, buy some health food. Yes. You know, but I recognize they can't hear that, so I don't say that. But, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I don't, I feel like there's such a big, I'd like to be more clear about okay. like, this. I know there's, no free will because of the moment and you know, I mean, I, I, shoot, I don't know, hell, I don't know anything, yeah. but I don't believe I have any free will, yeah. but yet, you know, there does seem an ability for myself to make better choices for myself. Yes, there does, does, does seem to be. There is the appearance of that. And if I'm, and one time I went through a period where I just said, fuck it, I'm doing whatever I want to do, and I have a friend who's doing the same thing, total hedonism, Yeah. you know, and I can't Yeah, so, so what? But, but the cause and effect is valid, especially around the body. Cause and effect is running. So if May keeps drinking coffee, she's going to get addicted to her blood, is going to get acid, and she's going to, her immune system is going to slowly defeat. But already been written, that's what she was supposed to do, correct? But that's grabbing the concept. That's grabbing the concept, so that's abusing the concept. That's abusing the concept. So it's not necessarily in the details. Correct. Okay, that's what, okay. Correct. That's yeah. It seems like a rationalization or a justification for doing something that you 
passionate about it. Now I'm not. Yes. That was a long time ago. Yes. So, in response to Meg, you know, do do I feel like she's going to be a caffeine addict? I don't. I don't know. But but it doesn't. It's like her balance system. Something in there will hold it in check if she's not. If that's not what's supposed to happen. Yeah. And it could be simply. That, that we just, just said, said, listen, draw a line because yeah. you want to go to self-destruction. The experiment is over, you broke the rules. And it might be that influence as well that just, that just says, actually, it's exactly. okay, that's the end of it. Right. So, so every part of it, every single part of it, right. is, is, is another detail of chance. Yes. It's, it's, it's yes. But, but, but the clearer we become, the more loving the instruction somehow. Well, yeah. Even if it doesn't look like that, you know, somehow it's more care is taken, you know? What I feel too is that the more um, sensitive, you know, you were talking about the more embodied we are, the less sensitive we are. Mm, not not exactly. No, I didn't say that. Or the less, um, something about being not, not affected by elf waves and stuff. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I, I'm making that part up, but, yeah. I, but whatever it was, I got the impression that the more embodied we are, the less we are affected by like the matrix, the grid, or you know, the, the wireless phones or whatever. No, no, not really. We're, we're, we're in the morphing phase where we haven't morphed yet. We're the ones who are going to get the wires, suffer the consequences of the wireless networks. We are. <coughs> the next generation will have in some way morphed it and become more robust. We're the guinea pigs. We're the guinea pigs. All we can do is just go into nature and ground as much as you can and just mind yourself. But we're the guinea pigs. We, we don't have, we're not, we're not wired enough to defend ourselves with this. They'll be born with a SIM card. We're just in that generation, no? We're at the start of all that. But it, it seems as if the more, um, I don't know what the word is, the clear we are, the more clear the vehicles become, the, the more sensitive we are to those essences, like love and the more we treat it with no respect or care for it more. To, um, like we would be less likely to be addicted to Drugs. Of course, the more work you've done, of course. Yes, yeah, the more work you've done. But sensitivity is a different thing. Like sensitivity to whatever it is, allergens, energies. That's a different thing. Yeah, okay, okay. Perfect. We're just going over time, but there was a, they gave your hand up a while ago. Sure. Three sentences. Sure. It may or may not be of interest. You asked before about the uh, uh, new measurement of the uh, gravity waves from the big, from the time of oh, yeah. from inflation. <coughs> the other day we mentioned the name Gary Weber. Yeah. Uh, on the Gary Weber website on your computer, sometime is a uh, interview with the fellow, with the theoretical physicist who was instrumental in in inflation as a, as a theory, as a concept, in which he, as a, as a probable Nobel Prize winner, is discussing consciousness as an inherent part of quantum mechanics and cosmology. Ha! Absolutely 
base statements from from the the top. I think his name is John Hagelin. Oh, John Hagelin. John Hagelin. Oh no, no. Oh, I am not afraid. Okay. It's John Hagelin. He's been trying to. Okay. Trying to do it. Yeah. Uh, Andre Hagelin is at Stanford. Okay. One of the originators of inflation and on the Gary Miller website. On Gary's website. Very good. Interview as well as all the Gary Miller stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I am. Shelter. I had all these conversations for the children's experiments were actually on primetime ABC News uh, television, uh, and yet they still are under the radar. He had experiments whereby uh, he, he showed that dogs know that their masters are coming home. And he did, and he, again, card carrying scientist, he had a time lapse uh, camera on the dog yeah, yeah. and had a master maybe a, Hour away, yeah. brain waves, any of any electromagnetic sure. influence would be absolutely irrelevant. Sure. And they had a camera on the master. Yeah. And at a randomly selected time, they walked to the master and said, "Okay, now go get your dog." Mm. And as soon as the master got up, the dog who was sleeping on the couch, mm. you know, snoring or something, gets up and, and, and quickly goes to the door and stands alert, <laughs> waiting for the master to come out. Now, you know, how do you connect this? You know, there's no material way you can connect this other than through consciousness. But yet, these are the things that, these are experiments to be in yeah. the world. Yeah. It's still very relevant. Well, entanglement, unity consciousness, you know, that, that might do it too, no? Yeah. yeah, you know, the interconnectedness of everything. I mean, it's all, sure. it's all there. Sure. You know. Can we, can we, can we? Yes. One more thing. I, I'm going to disagree on the thing we're going to morph. I think it's already. Do you think yeah, so? Yeah, in other words, our kids, this generation, they learn it from a, an early age, so they're probably activating some portion well, of the Well, the kids are. Yeah, yeah, right now, we we just didn't develop initially. That's it's right. It has to do with some neuro-infantile That's right. development. That's right. It's, it's the kids now. It's the pre-teens now. Yeah, well, you just, you know, you know, you have trouble with your iPhone, just give it to an Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the pre-teens. It's that generation, yeah. Yes. I agree, yeah. <laughs> It's, so it's automatic. Yeah. And they learn yeah. that. But there's that plasticity of the The plasticity has happened. So it's, it is yeah. just like all the other stuff. Yeah, it's just not our generation. Side, there was some, some microorganisms taken out of a cave that were like 9,000 years old. This is the first time people have been into that. And they pulled out the, the bugs there and they had little things called plasmids. But what are in the plasmid is something that can transmit. Of resistance to antibiotics. And these bugs had resistance to penicillin already built into them. Now, this is 9,000 years. This is like been in a cave, you know, the bugs are growing. There hadn't been any penicillin crawling around there. Yeah. So it's already there. It's already there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's just, and it's just waiting yeah. to be for the opportunity. For the opportunity for the kind of, yeah. To have penicillin. That's right. So anyway, Beautiful. Huh. Great. <laughs> Fun conversations, huh? Okay, folks.